Welcome everyone to the Oave Torah, Daf Yomi Shior. Today's Shior is Daf Samach Tet. We will begin, however, on Daf Samach Chet Amur Bet, towards the bottom of the page. We left off at the words Amar of Ashi. Now, before we do this, let's go back, if you don't mind, everyone, to the Mishnah on Daf Samach Hamulbet. The Mishnah said as follows: There was a machloket about the following three things. Number one, bring the korban on your shoulders. Bringing a korban to the Bet Mikdash on your shoulders should be Yisud Deoraita because you're going through the Shutan Abim. However, it's really Yisud Deoraita because we have a concept of Chai Noset Atzmo, which means that whenever you have a live being capable of walking by itself, we say that being that, that, that it's capable of walking by itself, so Halakha is that it's if you carry it, it's only Yisud de Rabbanan, not the Oraita. So that's one Yisud de Rabbanan. Ve'avato mechutz l'tchum. And bringing in an animal from outside of the Tehum is also Yisud de Rabbanan, according to most opinions. And cutting off a wart that's on the animal. All these things was machloket. Tanakama said that it was, it was, uh, it pushed off Shabbat. And Rebbelezer said, it, said it's pushed push off Shabbat. Tanakhama said it does not push off Shabbat. And the reason we said, Rebbelezer said it's okay because he said it's Kavahomer. He says, Shechita for a korban, which is Asur for Melachah, you're allowed to do, you should be allowed to do these things, which are only Asur because of the Rabbanans, all these are the Rabbanans. So they told him back, we'll prove it from Yom Tov. Because on Yom Tov, Rabbi Yeshua told me, on Yom Tov, we allow things that are melacha, like shechita, but they don't allow things that you, that you could have done for before Shabbat, which are only the Rabbanans. And therefore, this too is the same. told him back, You're talking about two different things. When they don't let you do things on Yom Tov that are shivut, like bringing food from outside to home, that's only because it's an obliga- It's not an obligation, but the mitzvah of cutting off a wart is an obligation. So now the Gemara is going to comment on that. It says the Gemara. Amar Ravashi, Ravashi says, Ulamai de Kama Nami, even according to what Rabbi Eliezer says, Yom Tov Rishut, eating, he holds that eating on Yom Tov is Rishut, because the rabbi who disagreed with him held that eating on Yom Tov is, is Mitzvah also. That's what we were talking about yesterday. But today, we're saying, even according to the opinion of Rabbi Eliezer, who claims that eating on Yom Tov is only a Rishut, it the Pircha. There's an akof. What's an akof? We could say, Yom Tov, 
היתיר בו מלאכה של רשות. On Yom Tov, they allowed Malachav of Rishut. Welcome, Binyamin, for Ochel Nefesh. But still, Lo Yitir Bo Shvut Shimeh. Shabbat Shlo Yitir Ba El Malachav Shil Mitzvah, and Odin Shlo Tatir. In other words, even if you claim that it's a Rishut, we could have the following knockoff. If even a Rishut... Where they even when they're allowing a shoot, they're only they're not allowing a shvut that you could have done from before Shabbat. So certainly Shabbat, where they only allow mitzvah, they definitely won't allow a shvut with it. Rebelezer, holds no shvut to mitzvah adifle. He holds that a shvut of a mitzvah is better than a shvut of a reshut. and therefore he doesn't agree. With the the back and forth, he holds because if you Rev, Rev Ashi would say that when you have a Yom Tov which is Kal and they're allowing Rashut but they won't allow Shvut with it, so Shabbat which is stricter, we shouldn't allow a Shvut with it. But Rebbe is saying, yeah, but but since it's Shvuta Mitzvah, it would be better, and therefore you can't bring a Kalachomer. Tanya, we have another statement. We're now on the top of Samach Tet Amur Aleph. We learned in a Brighta. Now this Brighta, well, Binyam, we're on the top, top word. This Brighta is going to give you an more in-depth than the Mishnah. The Mishnah itself looked like a Brighta. Somebody commented when we learned the Mishnah, I think it was Eli who commented that the Mishnah sounds like a Gemara. It's so, it's so back and forth. But it really sounds like a Brighta. Often the Brightas, which, uh, which don't make it into the Mishnayis, usually have a lot of the dialogue between the rabbis. Here, it did sound more like a Brighta, but here we have another Brighta, which is uh, further in detailing the Machloket between Rebbe Lezer and Rabbi Akiva. Tanya, we learned in the Brayta, Amar Rabbi Eliezer, Umaliim dachu machshine mitzvah shalachad shechita at Shabbat. Titavid le mitzvah lo yidchu machshine mitzvah shalavne shechita at Shabbat. He brings a proof. The fact that we allow michui kirovav, remember we spoke of michui kirovav, is either popping the intestine or squeezing the, the, the bad stuff out of the intestine. So if you're allowing that, which is done after the mitzvah, which means the, the reason why you're squeezing the intestines is not really for the carbon part that goes in the mitzvah, it's for your own part. And therefore, if we're allowing that after the mitzvah of the carbon is done, which means after the shechita and the sprinkling of the blood is done, Certainly cutting off the wart, which is something that's pre-carbon, should be allowed. If we allow the post-carbon stuff, we should allow the pre-carbon stuff. Shabbat Akiva does not accept the pre-post theory that you're telling me that if you're allowing it after it's over you should allow it before he disagrees, he holds that pre 
is better because I'm sorry. He holds that pre is better, which means it's less likely to be Dochei Shabbat. Which means he says that once you were Dochei Shabbat, so then you can do Michui Kirovav. But before you did, before you already broke the ice as it was, Rabbi Kiva holds of breaking the ice. And therefore, he holds that once you broke the ice as it were, by Doing the shechita, so they'll have mikhui kirovav. But by carrying there or cutting off a wart, you didn't break the ice yet, they won't let. That's reason number one of Rabbi Kiva. He brings the second reason. Davalachir, the second reason. We got to separate why you can't cut off the wart. You can't cut off the wart or carry it because maybe you'll get there or take off the wart and then you'll see. That the animal is pasul for a carbon, and you realize you're not allowed to do it, and then you cut off a ward on an animal until it's not a carbon. So that's the second reason Rabbi Kiva brought. Says the Gemara, the response of Rabbi Lezer that was Iachi, Mashchet Nami Lo Nishchot Shema Yimtzah Zevach Pasul Yimtzah Mechalal Jorlam Freya. You shouldn't shecht it either, because when you shecht an animal, you might find that it's taref, and then you can't use it as a korban. So maybe you shouldn't shecht also if you follow reason number two. So says the Gemara, Ela ha amale b'resha upircha. Rather, this reason number two was really reason number one. He mentioned this reason to Rebelezer and he knocked it off like we just said. And that's when he came with reason number two, which is we, we wrote as reason number one, which is that he holds the pre and the post is not necessarily in your order, he holds a different order. Okay. Says the Gemara, Heshiv Rabbi Akiva v'amar haza'at uchiyach. Now, in our Mishnah, we said that haza'ah is the proof. The proof that we're going to bring is from the sprinkling of the blood. Because sprinkling of blood is only a derabanan, and you can't do it on Shabbat. So therefore, don't be surprised that even things that are mitzvah which the Dalman can't push up Shabbat. So Rabbi told him, is I'm also wondering, worried about the sprinkling. I say that if Shechita, which is Malachal Doche Shabbat, you should also do the sprinkling on Shabbat. So Rabbi Kiva told him back, Oh, Hiluf, if Azaah, which is only a Shvut, which does not push up Shabbat, Shechita, which is a Malachal, should not push up Shabbat. So I'm a little bit of said in the Mishnah, Akiva akarta mashe katub b'torah b'mo'ado. You got rid of the word mo'ado because you're not doing a ben b'chol ben b'shabbat. Okay. That was the Mishnah. Tanya, we learned in a brayta. Now, this is a rough brayta. Amal b'yeliezer, Akiva. B'shechita hishbatni. You answered me with shechita. B'shechita tihe mitato. His death should be with Shechita also. Which means, you answered me in a joking manner. Now, I didn't really see where it was joking over here. But it seems like Rabbi Yekiva's response had somewhat of a joking tone to it, in some way. And therefore, he's going to die with Shechita. When they say he's going to die, it means you're going to die. Which means that Rabbi Kiva, of course, we know, had a very, very rough death. Now, you'll find 
Let's talk about this in a second. Amalo, Rabbi, Al Tachpireni Bishat Adin. Do not deny at the time of judgment what you taught me. I learned it from you. I learned from you that Hazaah is a Shvut and doesn't push off Shabbat. And therefore, when I told, I, I already knew that it was true. And I mentioned it in a nice way to mention it to you. Now, he thought that the Kalva Homer would remind him that he taught him the law. He didn't mean to say it in a bad way. Now, we find later that Rabbi Kiva was one of the Asra Harugay Machut, who ended up being killed by the Romans. Uh, there's two ways to understand it. Taruch Laner understands it. If you, there, there's another situation, Rabbi Yezid also, where Rabbi Yezid is in, is in Harem, the rabbis do not come visit him. And when they come to visit him before he passed away, he's upset at them, and he tells them that they're all going to die. And Rabbi Kiva says, what about me? He says, you're going to be worse than them. And it turns out that because Rabbi Kiva, Rashi explains that Rabbi Kiva could have done, uh, could have learned more, and therefore his, his death is going to be worse than them. Now, Rabbi Kiva has a worse death. Now, we find later that Rabbi Kiva does not die of Shechita. Rabbi Kiva died when they raked his body with iron combs. It wasn't Shechita. Here it says Shechita. There's two ways to understand it. It could be that this klala, Rabbi Kiva got out of it. Because Rabbi Kiva told him he wasn't really mocking Rabbi Eliezer. And he got out of it. But later, that klala stuck. And that's why he didn't die from Shechita. Tanukh Laner wants to say that Rabbi Kiva's question there, of what about me? Why did he say, what about me for? Usually, when the rabbi says a, a, a statement, you know, you don't, when the rabbi's not in a good mood, you don't say, what about me? So, so he wants to understand that he that Rabbi Kiva was saying, "You already told me that I'm going to get shechita. What do you think about me? So you're going to be worse, Taka, and therefore you got a double curse. But, or you could say that it, it could be this curse that wasn't fulfilled, and maybe the other one was fulfilled. Either one is okay. Amar Ula. Ula said the following. Rabbi Eliezer ki agmana hazaad tuma agmana. When Rabbi Eliezer said the law of sprinkling on Shabbat, hazaad tuma agmana. He's referring to being asur when you sprinkle for tuma. Because don't think he's talking about for korban pesach. He's talking about for tuma. The tuma gufalo dacheshre. Because eating tuma doesn't put off Shabbat. And separating of truma can't be doche Shabbat, so neither does the sprinkling. And Rabbi Akiva also is talking about truma. She mitzvah, he mishum shvut. Who said the pesach kamotivla? Rabbi Lezer thought he was talking about pesach, and therefore he said it's also doche Shabbat. That's why Rabbi Lezer was not making contradiction. Because he was talking about two different things. Rebezi was talking about sprinkling blood on somebody to make him muta to eat the Pesach, to bring the Korban Pesach. And he holds that that's Doche Shabbat. Rabbi Kiva thought he was talking about pushing for Truma, and therefore it's two different things. So according to Ula, 
Rabbi Kiva and Rabbi Elezer were talking about two different things, and that's why the contradiction. Mativ Raba, Raba challenged it. He says, Heshiv Rabbi Akiva ve'amar, there's a bright that says the following. Rabbi Akiva said, Haza'at hamemet tochiach. Shechal shevi'ishol yot b'shabat ba'erv v'esach. He specifically says that talking about Tamimet, that his seventh day came out on Shabbat, Erev Pesach. And therefore, she mitzvah, v'him mishum shvut, v'enu dochel Shabbat, not poshav Shabbat. So Rabbi Kiva was asking him, and he's saying that even that's not dochel Shabbat. Ela vaday hazad the Pesach akmana. Must be Rabbi Lezid had taught that even the Korban Pesach does not poshav Shabbat. And therefore, yes, Rabbi Lezid did contradict himself. Why did Rebbezer knock it off if he, if he taught it the first time? If he originally taught that it's Dochei Shabbat, why did he say now it's not Dochei Shabbat? Rebbezer had amnesia, and he forgot what he taught. Rebbezer was reminding him. So let him tell him that you, you forgot you told us it. Like we're... Like we see that Rabbi Yosef always says, when Rabbi Yosef forgot his, his Gemara, we see all the time that Abaya reminds him. Savar lav urach ara. He thought it's not respectful to correct his Rebbe. Therefore, he tried to get him to figure it out on his own. So he asked Gemara, so why doesn't Shabbat, why doesn't the push of Shabbat to do the Pukoran Pesach? Mechti, titul ba'amahu, you're just carrying, there's no melacha, titchel Shabbat mishum Pesach. Let's push of Shabbat for the Pukoran Pesach. Why doesn't everyone agree? Why doesn't Machlok about that? Amaleh, gizra Hashem yitele v'avene l'abar v'om shudabim. We're worried that maybe you'll walk for a moment with shudabim with, with, the, with the water. Or be Eliezer Navres, so according to Eliezer, let him move it. Taham Eliezer Machshirim Mitzvah Tochin Shabbat. Eliezer allows you to carry the knife. Why won't he allow you? Who cares if you walk forward? You can make a gezerah that you can't sprinkle because maybe you're going to carry the water for Amot. Rabbi Eliezer is the one. How can Eliezer say he's the one who, who allows carrying Machshirim Mitzvah? Amri Hani Minehechad Gaver Gufer Chazi Rami Chiyuva Aleh. That's only if the guy is fit to do the mitzvah. And he already has a chiyuv. Then he holds that it's Dochei Shabbat. So if you have a guy who needs to do Korban Pesach, and he has no, he has no knife, then Rabbi Lezer will allow you to bring the knife to Korban Pesach, because the guy is chayav. But here, but here the guy is tamir, so he's not fit for a mitzvah, then we're not going to go to let, let you carry to make him chayav that we don't do, so it's a difference. So, more explained that this Rabbi Eliezer doesn't just allow every machshirim mitzvah. He only allows machshirim mitzvah when the guy is fit, but not when you're making the guy fit by sprinkling on him. Amar says, katan bari. If you have a healthy kid on the eighth day, and you don't have any hot water on Shabbat. To give him a bath, you could warm him hot water on Shabbat. In order to strengthen him and give him a breath on Shabbat. Because he's fit. 
קטן חולה, אבל זה כאילו זה חולה, אין מה נלחמים להעביר אותו למה לא. You can't bring hot water to make him stronger. אתה לא חזק, כי הוא לא חזק עכשיו. And therefore, if the kid's not fit right now, you can't make him stronger with a bath and make him get a brick milah because he's not fitting now, according to what we just said. That's Rava with a hey. Amar Rava, Rava with an olive says, If you're telling me he's healthy, what does he need hot water for? Everyone's called a chole by milah. Whether you're healthy or whether you're sick, you're, you're, you're considered a chole, and therefore you can't do a milah without hot water. And therefore, since he's not fit, he can't do anything. And therefore, Rebbelezer will say that if you didn't heat the water before Shabbat, Rebbelezer will not allow you to heat up the water on Shabbat. No matter for any kid, according to Ravah with an Aleph. According to Ravah with a Hey, only for a healthy kid. According to Ravah with an Aleph, not for anyone. Et ve'abaya. So Abaya asked the question. Arel shalomal aonesh karet. If you have a kid who is an Arel, no brit milah. Shalomal, and you, no, it's an adult who's lomal. Aonesh karet, he gets karet for not doing his own brit milah. A kid can't do anything, but a, a, an adult has to do it himself. That's what it says. How could you say you get karet? He's not fit yet. You see that the Torah puts a chiyuv on him. So too we should make a chiyuv. They should break Shabbat in order to make the guy chayav. says, Remember the holds that you're not allowed to slaughter the Pesach or, or Haza'ah for someone who is Tamesh Shiritz. And therefore, you push him over to Pesach Shani. And therefore. Why even Tamesh Hold on, that's something else. He holds, he pushed the guy to Pesach Shani. So we're mentioning a Sheretz here because the Sheretz goes right away to the Mikveh. When you touch a Sheretz, you don't have to wait seven days. It's equal, a Sheretz is equal to a guy on the seventh day because both of them have the op- option to go to the Mikveh right away and go and be okay. And therefore, if a Sheretz guy can... He pushed off the Besach Shani, so is this guy. We call, She'ilu b'yachid nidcheh v'tzibur avdi b'tumah. And any time that if the guy, if something would happen to an individual, it's pushed off. V'tzibur, if it's coming to a tzibur, then we would do it b'tumah. So if you had the whole, if, if the whole congregation would be a sheret tzumah, they would bring it b'tumah. Anything that happens to tzibur would happen to yachid. Anything that doesn't happen to tzibur doesn't happen to yachid. So therefore we see the following. When it comes to guys being 
Arel, no mila, the e kulatsi buddha limdinhu. Amrilinhu, kumumulu, abshayu, abdi pesha. They would tell you, get up and do the korban pesach. Yachi nami, if you're an individual also. Amrilin, kumumul, abadi pesha, will tell you, do the korban pesach. So, let's say the whole congregation had a beat milah. We wouldn't, didn't have a beat milah. So we wouldn't say, Okay, we'll do the milah anyway. No, we'd say get up and do a do a milah. So therefore, an individual also will say get up and do the milah. The iloma heal va'avid on his karet. So therefore, if he doesn't, if he doesn't do, if he does, does not do milah and he does the korban pesach, if he doesn't do the korban pesach and does do milah, he gets karet because he didn't do it. What he's supposed to do? Tuma. But the tumah, the ikula, the ibudah matminin, lo madin aleh. But if the whole congregation was tamer, we would not sprinkle them. Rather, we'll tell them, okay, do it anyway. El avidi b'tumah, yachid nami patur. That's what that's what makes the yachid patur. And therefore, there's a difference between a guy who's uh, arel and a guy who's tamer. Ask that question afterwards. Okay. So, Braid of Yeshua tells Rabbi the following. Okay. What do you do with Pesach Shini? There's no such thing Pesach Shini for Tzibur. But an individual does it. But according to your rules, you said that if. The, the, anything the congregation doesn't have, anything Sibur doesn't have, you said that the uh, Yachid can't have. How do you do Pesach Shini? Amalei, so Rabbi told him, Shani Hat, and there it's different. The reason why the Sibur doesn't have Pesach Shini is because they did it by, they did it already by the Rishon. And therefore you can't compare that to something, my rule is when the Sibur didn't do it, do they have to do it? You're talking about when Sibur did it already, that's not part of my equation. Okay, so now, what do we want to do? We wanted to answer Abaya, right? Abaya had said that Arel gets karet, right? And we wanted to say... That just like the Arel gets karet, so too a guy who's Tameh should also get karet. Should have to do Korban Pesach. Should, should, you know, he'd have to sprinkle himself. Not should get karet, but he should also be able to have to sprinkle himself in order to do the Korban Pesach. Just like the obligation is on a guy who who does that, who who has a a. a an Arel, a guy who has a, a circumcision needs to be done. So we're saying back now we're 
we're answering now to Abaya that a shere, since the sharet, a guy who has a tamer sharet has pesach shini, that means he doesn't have to fix himself for the first one, and therefore it's not the same. Metivi, we have a contradiction. You might think that the only people who get karet is a guy who was tahor or he wasn't far away. How do you know an arel and tamashirat? How do you know that they get karet if they don't do the Quran Pesach? We see from the Vaish that it sounds like everyone gets the problem. The fact that we mentioned Tamashirat, Kasavan, and Shokhtim Vizorkina Tamashirat. It sounds like you can't do the Koban Pesach for Tamashirat. Why would you give him Karet? Let him do it. That's a Taor. Obviously, we hold that uh, a Tamashirat is not allowed to bring his Korban. He has to wait till Pesach Shini. It sounds like he has to purify himself. So why are you telling me that a, a guy who's Tamei Sheretz is pushed out to Besha Shini? Obviously he has to purify himself. Alma, Afal Gav Delochazi, Chiyuv see that even though he's not fit right now because Tamei Sheretz, he's Chayav to fix it. Even though the whole Tzibur doesn't have that, you see that the congregation does? So you see that Rabbah's answer is no good. El Amar Ravah, so the Mordech says, Ravah says with an Aleph, Kasavah Levi Elezer, Shochtin V'tzorkin Al Tamesh Sheretz. Rebezi holds that you are allowed to slaughter a Korban for Tamesh Sheretz. Fudin Tamemet V'shri Shalom. And also he's told you you allowed to do a Shechita for Tamesh on the seventh day. Which means that even though these guys are Tameh, you're allowed to bring the Korban Pesach anyway. He holds that eating the Korban Pesach is not Me'akev. Yes, you're supposed to eat the Korban Pesach. But if you didn't eat it, it doesn't Me'akev. And therefore, according to Be'ez, we have a brand new thing now. Rava is saying, that Rabbi Eliezer holds you not allowed to sprinkle the blood on the guy, not because you have to fix him up, because he holds that even if the guy's tamir, you're allowed to sprinkle on, you're allowed to sprinkle his blood on the mezbeach in his korban, because he holds that the eating is not important. Therefore, what are you sprinkling to make him eat? Eating is not eating is not is not the end of the world. Sprinkle for the guy. Put in other words, have the kohen do his korban anyway. Sprinkle on his mezbeach, and he'll be fine. That's why he doesn't let him do it. That'll be a problem because Imken, you're going to find that you store a Pesach for somebody who can't eat it. We know that anytime you store a Pesach for a guy who can't eat it, people can't eat it. We said, last time we spoke about guys with, with no teeth or whatever, but this guy can't eat it because he's Tameh. Amale. That's for a guy who not possible to eat. They're able to eat, but they're not fixed up. That's different. When a guy has no teeth, he can't eat. These guys can't eat. It's just that they're not allowed to eat, and that's okay to sprinkle for them. Okay. So therefore, they are allowed to be in the Quran. 
We said the Mishnah, Klal Amr Rabbi Kibar. Rabbi Kibar said a rule. Any melechah that can be done from before Shabbat, you can't do it on Shabbat. But Shechita, which can't be done before Shabbat, you can push off Shabbat for. Amr Rabbi Yudam Araf. Halacha can be a kiva. We hold like Rabbi Akiva. Anything could be done before Shabbat, you can't do it on Shabbat. Any melacha that you could have done from before Shabbat, and Odochet Shabbat does not push off Shabbat. Mila, but when it comes to Brit Mila, Satan has a fuddle. Mila, Shi'ev Shalas Domev Shabbat. Mila, that can't be done from before Shabbat. Dochet Shabbat does push off Shabbat. And we have to say that is like him in both cases, which means you don't have to mention Rabbi Kiva is saying the same thing when it comes to Quran Pesach and comes to Mila. Why do you have to mention both? Because if we had only said that is like Rabbi Kiva and Pesach, that a person has to do everything from beforehand. And if you didn't do it from before, you can't push on Shabbat. Because there's not 13 Britot like a like Goban Pesach. There's not 13 uh, Britot, which is by Milah, which means if you only said Pesach, I'd say, oh, Pesach is not as strict. That's why we don't push on Shabbat. But Ava Milah. But when Milah it says there's 13 Britot Hashem made because of Milah. Maybe we should say that even though you could have done it before Shabbat, it pushes off Shabbat. If it mentions only Milah, over there, the Machshir Milah don't push off Shabbat if you could have done it before one. They're like a karet because there's no karet. By, there's no karet by a guy who doesn't do Brit Milah. Aval Pesach. Where there's a, a karet for a guy that doesn't do bit milah, Sricha Sigmar says that we need both cases, and that's why that's why the Gemara mentions that Alachaz like Yibikiva in both cases. Baruch Adonai Le'Olam, Amen ve'Amen.